432 is actually a reference to Mark 432. It's a biblical verse where it says, yet when planted, it grows. Whatever seeds you plant is guaranteed to grow, mm-hmm. period. Welcome to Bad Is With Business. I am your host, Maloran Hodge. Come with me on a journey as I create a space to chat with Black women about their aspirations, struggles, and learnings within business. Learn and grow as we talk about how being a baddie and business go hand in hand. So baddie, tell us about yourself. Yes. So uh, my name is Charity Holloway and I am from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, Born and raised there. Uh, I attended Winston-Salem State University, go Rams. <laughs> um, and I studied mass communications there. And I also went to Elon University where I studied interactive media. Um, so that has led me down a path um, to becoming a marketing professional uh, by day. So I basically work at a marketing agency um, as an account executive, uh, which means that I am the liaison between our clients and our creative team. So um, I'm that communication, talking with the client about, you know, products they need, collateral, uh, whether it's a video or social media assets or, you know, for sure. Um, we're doing that upfront work with the client and, and getting their input and, and getting the strategy back to the creative team. Uh, and they're just basically leading the whole process. So that's what I do on my day job. Um, very demanding, but I, I, I like it. It's, it's pretty much like a, a great mix of all my skills that I've acquired because I love uh, the creative world. Um, I've also worked in like customer service um, and things of that sort. So it's like you get to work with the client and you get to also be a part of like all the awesome things that the creative team um, makes for our clients. So it's pretty cool. So that's what I do by day. Um, let's see. By night, I do a lot of other things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like so many people now, I have side hustles. So um, I am a dancer. Um, I've been dancing pretty much all my life. It's been a huge passion of mine ever since I could remember from dancing in church to dancing in high school, dancing in college. So it's just a huge passion of mine. And um, so I'm a choreographer. I teach dance classes. And of course, I have my baby, which is what we'll be talking about more today, which is uh, 432. Um, <laughs> so basically, 432 is a plus size female dance organization uh, founded in 2016. And our whole purpose is to really. Um, well, we have several purposes. One, we definitely want to uplift women through the art of dance. Um, I, that was really important to me as a dancer and someone who's danced all my life. Um, I really felt a sense of empowerment empowerment when I danced. Um, I felt like it was a way to express myself, um, a way to come out of my shell, a way to grow my confidence, a way to feel more sexy about myself. Um, just moving movement. And and that's why I really just gravitated towards dance and choreography. So um, that's one thing that I wanted to give to women through my platform is 
you know, you can be whatever size you are, um, whether you're skinny, whether you're um, chunky, you know, got a big booty, plus size, whatever it is, you know, you can still find your inner self-confidence through movement and dance and art. So that was a big uh, part of starting 432. Um, And another part of that was um, I really wanted to advocate for more representation for plus size dancers. Um, Back when I started this, um, I didn't see too many people that look like me, full figure dancers. Um, It's gotten a lot better now. I think that um, platforms like, you know, Instagram, a lot of dancers are coming up now. We're starting to see um, more um, inclusiveness when it comes to, uh, dance and things of that sort. But back then I didn't see it a lot. And, um, you know, I've always been a chunky or plus size, whatever you want to call it person, you know, ever since I was a younger girl and, um, you know, dancing, I would notice like the reactions and the way people react to, you know, the way I move, like it was a, like a shock to them or a surprise. Like, <laughs> you know, right. like they almost expected that I couldn't dance. I'm like, why <laughs> is that? Because I'm a plus size girl. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many stereotypes that comes around, you know, just being plus size or full figured. Um, and I just noticed that a lot when I was dancing. So I'm like, you know, I know there are other women out there who are just like me who love dancing who probably get these backhanded compliments about, oh, you, you, you can dance good for a big girl, you know? Um, and I'm, there has to be others. So I really just wanted to bring a group of, of us together and really show the world that, you know, we are talented too. We, you know, are not these stereotypes that you place on, on, on bigger bodies. Like we are active. We, <laughs> we can move, we dance, like we're not just sitting around and being lazy or whatever you think. So, um, those two things basically wanting to help women, you know, to kind of get out of that, that shell of, you know, bad self-confidence. And then also wanting to advocate to see more people like me in the dance world is why I started 432. So here we are today, almost five years later, and we are still going, which is uh, a blessing (laughs) because running a group and just kind of like finding your way and stumbling through that is, it can be a challenge and it, it has been, but I'm so much better now than when what I was when I first started. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, as y'all know, I'm a Ram, so I love all the Rams. <laughs> and um, I've just like watched you on Instagram, like over your journey. And so it's been really amazing just to um, see the growth in 432 mm-hmm. and all the work you're yeah. doing. Um, and every time you post a video, I'm like, oh, yes. thank you yeah so it it makes me want to move like whether I'm walking around or whether I'm sitting on the couch I'm like girl you better get up and you better twerk something and that's exactly what I want like for people to feel like you know what I can do it too Mm -hmm. like you know like I don't have to be perfect like just get up move have fun you know no matter what size you are just get up you know so thank you that means a lot to me (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I I really like that. What have um you shared that there were some things as you were getting off the ground trying to like, you know, um not necessarily breaking into the field, but also kind of breaking into becoming an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. navigating that. So what are some of those challenges that you faced early on um that have kind of smoothed themselves out or you've just like found ways to adjust to those? Mm-hmm. 
So uh, one thing that I struggled with in the beginning was a solid foundation, mm-hmm. the lack of, um, because when I started 432, it was kind of like, it, it happened so fast. Like there was this vision and, and this, this grand thing that I wanted to do that was in my mind for years, but I never really had the, the confidence to do it. And then all of a sudden, I think like in March, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something different. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to record a video of myself dancing to Beyonce. And that video took off. And to me, that was a sign like, oh my gosh, there is such a need for this. Like this idea that's been in my mind, people need to see more like this. Like I got to start my group. And from there, I just started moving like, okay, I'm going to have tryouts. And that was so unlike me, like to move like that, to step out and just do something that's in my mind. Cause like a lot of us get trapped with our ideas and we never make any steps to actually do it. So when I started 432, it was more out of a passion. Like I got to go, this is hot, people are ready, right? Um, But what I wasn't ready for was how to manage a group of women, Mm. how to be a leader to a group of women. Here I am, I'm going off passion, but there was so much I had to learn about, you know, encouraging women, how to lead effectively. Um, And I also didn't have like the foundation in place, like, okay, you know, this is a business. This is why we're doing this. This is our purpose. This is our mission. And this is how we're going to do this. We're going to do this through A, B, C, D, and E. So like, it's almost kind of like those foundation, like a uh, business plan type, um, I guess like rules are mm-hmm. to govern your organization. I didn't have that. So I stumbled through that in the beginning, like, okay, I, I got to figure out, like I have the women, mm-hmm. like I got the group now. And like, how do I lead them? Like, what are we going to do? What's our platforms? Like, what, like, what, how are we going to get our message out there? So I would say for um, people like me, it's like, really think about that upfront. Like, I would recommend like writing down like what you see. This is who we are. This is our mission. This is our vision. And here's how we're going to accomplish it. Um, Here are the rules that need to happen. These are the people I need on my team. You know, like just, you have to kind of like write that down and communicate that with the people that you're that you're inviting into that space so that everybody can be aligned in the same mission, purpose, and goals. So that was like a huge hurdle for me because it was kind of like we're just kind of floating, like we're gonna do this and yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do that. And and it just it didn't have a clear purpose and like how to get from A to B, like what's the end goal. So mm-hmm. that's what I would say. It's like really think about what you're doing with your business, like, you know. This is what it is. This is what we're going to do. And here's the end goal. Right. Um, so that was one challenge and at the very beginning. And I would just say, like, as I went through, now that I'm five years in, it's probably more of a leadership challenge. It's just like, you know, some people, you might not have to deal with this if you're working by yourself. But, you know, most t- people have a team, you know, like you need to work with people and you need um, to delegate. So like, I had to really learn how, like, okay, this is my baby. These people are looking up to me now. Like I'm not looking up to someone else. They're looking up to me. And that was a hurdle for me because like, you know, these women didn't know me, like Mm -hmm. they didn't know my background. So it's like, I had to learn how to communicate effectively, how to say things the right way that, so that people are not, you know, I'm not hurting their feelings, how to be constructive, but also uh, uplifting, so like, those were some of the challenges I deal with. It's like, how do you work with a group of women who are um, all from different backgrounds? They all interpret things differently. They all, 
feel things differently. So how do you, as a leader, um, really connect and build something with all of these women so that they respect you enough to help you carry out the mission of what you're trying to do, right? Because at the end of the day, you need these people to help, you know, the more people you have that are for you and are aligned with your mission, the more people you're going to reach. So yeah. I had to learn that really quick. And it, I stumbled through it. Like I had issues with people and this person here, this person there, but, um, I, you know, I, I've definitely grown and learned from it. And I think it, it was just part of growing up too. Like, mm-hmm. I think I was in my, I was in my late twenties when I started this group. And now I feel like I'm so much wiser now. <laughs> <laughs> Almost in my mid thirties, I'm so much wiser. So yeah, just, just, just kind of growing up and learning, um, you know, how to how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and that foundational piece is real because you know, oftentimes we're like, we're gonna jump and we're gonna step on our faith, but it's like, yes, also try to understand like you could open up the door and you have mm-hmm. folks flooding in, and then you got to mm-hmm. figure out like how to manage it, and so just. Yes. Here. Like not overplan, just put it out there, but also understand like this is the direction we're headed in. This is what I'm mm-hmm. thinking. So I really yeah. appreciate you naming that foundational piece, right? And if you do that up front, it would it would help so much more because it's nothing wrong with like tweaking and getting things right once you yeah. start. But like I found that because I didn't set that piece up front, I had to go back and change. Like okay, now we're doing this, and I got to add this now, and here are the mm-hmm. new rules. So it's like you. If you do it up front, like you don't have to um, make like it doesn't seem like you're kind of swirly, you know, making all these changes, you know, as you go through. It's yeah. like if you have that clear foundation up front and make small tweaks as you go, it'll probably be more beneficial and and it you'll appear to be a better leader because mm-hmm. you've got through those things up front. So yeah. yeah. Now don't get caught up now and don't start because that could be an issue too, because you're Hello? thinking like, oh my God, I gotta have all this in place, but that could sometimes hinder you from like actually doing something like, right. I can't tell you how many years I thought about starting a group, but didn't do it because I felt like, you know, I didn't, I wasn't ready. I didn't have the talent. So don't let it be a hindrance from, from getting started, but do do your due diligence to kind of get some of that foundational work late first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you think about some of the um, like the community that you've built around like this leadership challenge or just like developing as a leader and mm-hmm. leading the group. Um, how have you been able to develop the community that you've um, the built, the community mm-hmm. and the following as well? Yeah. Um, so I would say my, the, for the community, for me, just thinking about my girls who are with me, um, I think that the number one key, like I mentioned earlier, was learning how to communicate. So that's extremely important. You have to know how to speak to people, how to inspire them, how to give them criticism without um, putting them down. And, you know, that was a little bit of a challenge for me too, because like my group, um, it is audition based. (laughs) So just thinking about like, I have, you know, I have this vision of uplifting women, but I also have to like turn women away who don't fit within that. And that's a challenge every single year. Uh, but yeah, so definitely communication. Um, I would say also being transparent. Like, you know, like if 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 you messed up or if you don't know something, just be honest and don't try to like fake it. <laughs> I learned that with my girls, like the more honest I was to them and um, proactive about sharing, um, like, you know, something 
didn't go the way I thought it would be, mm-hmm. or I don't know all the facts about this. Like just being really transparent instead of being like, you know, I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna keep all this to myself. Like, you know, the being open. Now that doesn't mean you have to go tell your whole life and 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 everybody's your best friend, but right. Um, you, you just you want your the people that are with you to be able to like trust you and trust that you are being open and honest with them and that you have their best interests, you know, at heart. So that's dealing with my internal group. And I think mm-hmm. when it comes to building a community um, outside of my group is I think being consistent is the number one thing. So like making sure you are getting like for me, for my business is, you know, making content, right? Um, hosting classes, uh, doing tutorials. So it's kind of like being consistent with the content, um, being responsive to people because we get, you know, a ton, tons of comments and emails and messages and things like that. Mm-hmm. So just really having that communication with our audience and our fan base kind of makes them feel like they are a part of what we're doing here. And it's not just like, you know, this is our club. You can't come sit with us. Like, no, this is this is for you too. You can partake and um, we, we want you to feel like you're also part of this mission. So, I mean, I guess that also stems back to communication as well. Communication yeah. and consistency. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, those are the couple of things that I've seen that have helped me kind of like build with um, my inside following as well as my external following. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love all of those. So um, the communication being mm-hmm. transparent, building trust, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all that's needed internally and externally as well. Right. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing all of those because mm-hmm. I think we often think about like, oh, I'm going to put something out into the world. People are going to buy it and then keep it moving as opposed to like, no, you are really like building this following and building this mm-hmm. community. And if people feel like they can't trust you or you're not going to communicate or be transparent around what, um, what product they might receive or like the Uh shipping and all that stuff, then Uh they may not trust you. It makes me think of how a lot of um, entrepreneurs I've been following over the last couple of weeks have been like super transparent around shipping. Um, And they're like, Hey y'all, I know y'all continue to hit me up, but Uh USPS, like there's a lot of, (laughs) there's a lot of layers in here. So boo boo, I I sent your thing. Exactly. (laughs) And they easily could have ignored that, but just like that communication piece you talk about is just like responding and letting people know, Hey, it's on the way. Trust me. Um, you know, it's, it's on the, it's coming. So yeah, I think that communication piece is powerful. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, so as you think about um, where you aspire to be in the next two to three years, can you share that? And also, how can the community of baddies help you get there from the time they hit play on this episode? Hmm. All right. So I think for me in the next two to three years, I really want to um, be at a place where our brand is in the homes a lot of people. And I think that's through several ways. So I I would love to have a platform, maybe like an app or a website that people can come to to get um, tutorials and dance lessons virtually and kind of build a community around dance outside of like the typical, well, not typical, but our normal um, social platforms. So 
Um, that is a, a big one. It's just like figuring out how to get it into people's homes. I also want to make different branches of 432. Whew, it's kind of yes. hard when you want to give up your baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> putting it to somebody else's hands, but I would love to have a 432 West Coast, of, you know, um, maybe a 432 in Texas, maybe a 432 in Africa. Like, I really want to, like, branch out and start little mini groups to help spread the message as well. So those are kind of, like, my next two things is figuring out how to get it to more people. Because right now we're central, we're local, we're Charlotte, North Carolina. If you can't get here, you can't bring us to you, then we probably can't, you know, help you in the physical, just virtually. Yeah. So, um, I, that's that's my next goal over the next two to three years. Um, and I think that for people listening, um, I would just say, you know, follow us. I mean, something as simple as following following us and sharing our content, helping to get it out there. Um, if you're in Charlotte or around, you know, in the North Carolina area, if you want to come to like some of our workshops and dance classes, that would be great. Um, but just any kind of way to help get the message out there about what we're trying to do and um, which is really just a, a message of self-love and body positivity and using dance as an art form to get there. So um, yeah, just any kind of like follow us, share, show your story, you know, repost yourself, dance into a video of ours, like anything like that. It's, it's, it's super appreciative. And um yeah, it helps. It goes a long way. <laughs> yes. Well, um, we're going to put it out there. If mm-hmm. anybody has built an app and you want to help yes. 432, come yes. on. <laughs> yes. You know, I didn't even think about that part. Yes. If there are any resources, <laughs> duh, if there are any resources out there, and you know what, even I would love to talk to you because I think that I'm, I'm, I'm learning different ways mm-hmm. to make it more of a business. Cause like, to me, in some instances, it's still very much a passion project, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's a business because we do travel, we do performances, we have classes, you know? So there is a business aspect of that, but I yeah. think there's there's so much more that can be done with 432, and that's where I'm trying to transition, transition it to now. And I think that's the next step is getting it into people's hands so they can really feel like they're a part of something. So, yes, yeah. if there's anybody out there that has any app building experiences, uh, experience or uh you know like website building please holler at your girl you know yes. I mean <laughs> and I'm thinking all the way around like I would love to you know have a clothing brand for mm-hmm. um plus size dancers so that's another goal of mine and I've never really said that to a lot of people so I'm gonna put it out there and put it out there yeah <laughs> yes put so, it out there I'm gonna believe it that's gonna happen so hey if you are um someone who has your own boutique and knows about how to start a, a boutique. Um, so yeah, anything, <laughs> just trying to build, get to that next level, take it from, you know, um, just, it's a, it's a small business right now, but I really do believe that's growth because there's a need to see more people like us out there. There's a need for women to feel better about themselves, no matter what size their bodies are. So the purpose is there. It's just getting all the other steps aligned or all the other steps out there and um, moving forward. So, <laughs> yes, we, we put it all out there. Okay. Yes. So I know people are probably on the edge of their seats. Like, where can <laughs> I follow 432? Like, yes. on social media, tell us the handles, website, all of that. Yes, we're everywhere. So, 
everywhere you want us to be, Hope. Exactly. (laughs) The only thing you have to remember is that our name is 432, and that is the number four, and then 32 spelled out. So uh, four, T-H-I-R-T-Y-T-W-O. Um, you can find us on Instagram, um, of course, and the 432 Twitter and the 432 Facebook and the 432 and our website, 432.com. So, yes. hey, you can't miss us. Um, my name is Charity Holloway. If you want to follow me, uh, my Instagram handle is charity underscore 432. And yeah, so definitely look us up. Um, and, you know, we hope that by looking at our content, you feel inspired to just move, have fun, and to be yourself. And um, really think of dance as a, as a way to kind of grow your self-confidence and, and just to kind of find your inner self. It's, it's a method. So yeah. Yeah. Thank I, you I, so much for letting me share that with everyone. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to make sure to include all of that in the description of this episode. And um, in closing, would love for you to share a, a closing baddie tweet. So. Um, you know the size of a tweet, so just drop a gem, and uh, oh, we'll close out the episode. Okay. <laughs> I have so many running through my head. That's why I'm like, which one do I want to say? Say all three. <laughs> say all of them. <laughs> it could be like a tweet, and then you uh, quote that tweet, and then you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Honestly, I would just say start now. Mm. Don't let your insecurities or your um, just or your negative thoughts keep you from going after what you really desire. Um, if I had a start at 432 when I thought about it, I would probably be a lot further ahead than I am right now. Um, and procrastination can really be the death of a dream. So, like, don't procrastinate. Get started. Take a baby step. And just keep taking more steps until you realize your dream. And so that's what 432 has done for me. Um, So, um, and just one more thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I know people are probably wondering, like, what the heck does 432 even mean? So I I think it would be kind of important to put that out there, by the way. So 432 is actually a reference to Mark 432. It's a biblical verse where it says, yet when planted, it grows. Mm. And to me, what that means is that... Whatever seeds you plant is guaranteed to grow, mm-hmm. period. It doesn't matter. You can plant seeds of self-doubt. You can plant seeds of hope. You can plant seeds of happiness. Whatever you plant, it will grow. And um, so to me, 432 was like that little seed that I you know, planted. And you know, it just took a little bit of faith, a little bit of hard work. And we've accomplished some great things. So Mark 432, look it up, read that passage. It, it really helped inspire me to kind of just go after whatever it is that I, I wanted to do in life. So just yes. wanted to share that. Baddies, friends, thank you for joining another episode of Baddies with Business. For more details about today's feature baddie, check out the episode description box. I have included her um, social media accounts and also ways that you can stay up to date on all things baddies with business. If you're a baddie with a business or aspiring business and want to chat, I want to hear from you. You can contact me at baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. 
If you want to support Baddies with Business and join the growing community of friends, consider joining the Baddies with Business Patreon community. The link for that is also in the description box. In closing, here's a word from the Lord. Audrey Lord. When we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard nor welcome. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak. Be bad. Be bold. Be a baddie.